First Kings chapter 17. If you go there with me, and then we're going to invite you to give to the Lord. First Kings 17. First Kings 17. If you would read with me from verse 1, it says, And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilead, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Here is a prophet of God speaking in authority. The church must understand that we stand in the place of authority. I said the church has got to understand that we stand in the place of authority. Do you know that we've been made to sit together with Christ in heavenly places far above all power and dominion and might, far above principality? The church is not in a place of defeat. The, the church is in a place of dominion. The church is not in a place of defeat. The church is in a place of victory. We are not victims. We are victors. We are not the tail. We are the head. We are not beneath. We are above. Are you listening to me? The Bible said those that know their God, they shall be strong. And they shall do great exploits. The church is in a place of dominion. The church is in a place of victory. The church is in a place of authority. As we can see here, Elijah, the man of God, was in a place of dominion. And can I tell you something? To be in a place of dominion, you've got to know the God you serve. That's what the Bible said. Those that know their God. You can't be in a place of dominion until you know the God you serve. The God you serve is big. The God you serve is mighty. He's all-powerful. He's all-wise. Can someone say amen? amen? Our God is not a weak God. Are you listening now? I was at the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship yesterday. And the dear brother who spoke was talking about how he... Elijah stood against the prophets of Baal. And he said, let the God who answers by fire be God. Can I tell you that our God answers by fire? I said, can I tell you that our God answers by fire? Can someone say amen? amen? But you've got to know this God first. Because when you know this God, then you understand that you stand in a place of dominion. You stand in a place of authority. And you speak from that place of dominion and authority. Praise the Lord. As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word. Do you know that we have authority? Do you know that the words will speak, carry power? My God. I said, do you know the words will speak, carry power? Do you know when we open our mouths and we say in the name of Jesus, do you know that heaven backs us up? Come on now. Are you listening to me? When we open our mouths and we speak in Jesus' name, heaven backs us up. We have the blood of Jesus at our disposal. We have the angels of God at our disposal. We have the name of Jesus at our disposal. Can someone shout amen? amen. So when we speak in the name of Jesus, the authority of heaven is speaking. 
The church is not a weak church. The church is a blessed church. The church is not a broke church. The church is a rich church. Am I talking to some rich people here this morning? The church is not weak and, and, and whining and crying and waiting for God to come rescue us out of this place. No, we are not the ones that the enemy is running after. We are the ones pursuing the devil out of town. I said, we are the ones pursuing the devil out of town. I don't want to hear a Christian say the devil is after me. My question is, why is the devil after you? Because in reality, the devil should not be after you. You should be after the devil. When you know who you are in Christ, when you know the authority that's been bestowed upon you, then you walk in the place of authority and dominion and might and power, understanding the power that's behind you. Do you know when you say in the name of Jesus, all of heaven is behind you? Can someone shout amen? amen? Elijah confronts Ahab. Ahab was the political leader of his day. And Elijah was the spiritual leader of his day. And I can tell you there are political leaders in different nations of the world. But if the church will understand that spiritual authority is far greater and more powerful than political power. Then the church will take her place. And the church will begin to speak into the nations. And we shall begin to see the nations turn around to the glory of God. You go read this story in the book of James chapter 5. The Bible says Elijah was a man like you. Say to your neighbor, Elijah was like you. Elijah did not have two heads. Elijah was like you. You know what that means? Elijah had the same challenges as you do. Are you here this morning? Elijah dealt with the same things that you are dealing with. But guess what? Elijah had faith in a big God. People sometimes when they introduce men of God, they say that's a great man of God. No, I am not a great man of God. I'm a man of God that has a great God. Amen. I say I'm a man that has a great God. Yeah. It is not the man that is great. It is God that is great. But I know this great God. And that's why I've seen this great God move. Everywhere I go, I see this great God move. Every time I preach, I see this great God move. This God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that is at work within us. Can someone give him praise and glory in the house this morning? My God, your praise and glory is so weak this morning. I said, somebody give him praise. Somebody give him glory. Because our God is a great God. Our God is not wimpy and weak. And a lot of times you see the church has painted God. Painted God out to look like the, that God is in the boxing ring with Satan. And the church has got to come to God's rescue. Can I tell you something? If God were to do this, the devil will be gone. God's not in the boxing ring with the devil going to the tenth round. The devil was created. God is the creator. The devil is limited. God is unlimited. The devil is at a place at a time. God is at all places at the same time. The devil is not all-knowing. My God, sometimes people think the devil knows everything. Can I tell you, the devil don't know what I'm thinking right now. Especially when you're coming from the African church. Unfortunately. No, come on now. Unfortunately, that's the negative side 
of the African church. I'm sorry to say. Because a lot of people, and that, that's not a general thing, but there's specifics. Where a lot of things is blamed to the, at the devil. The devil is doing this. The devil is doing that. Everything that happens is the devil. My wicked uncle in the village. My wicked mother in the village. My wicked this and my wicked that. But have you come to realize that if you're a child of the living God, you've been raised up to a place of authority. The enemy shall not be able to touch you. Amen. The reason why people talk, talk about their mother and their father and their, and their witch wizard uncle and their wizard aunt it's just because they have not realized who they are yet the moment you realize who you are as a child of God and the position that you occupy can I tell you something no witch can touch you no wizard can touch you no power of darkness can put their hand upon you my Bible says Colossians 1 13 for God has translated us out of the kingdom of darkness, out of the dominion of darkness, into the kingdom of his dear son. You know what that tells me? It means that if God has brought me out of the kingdom of darkness, it means the kingdom of darkness has nothing on me. If I've been moved out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, it means that everything that happens in my life comes from the kingdom of God. Someone said, but Pastor God will... Haven't you heard of what people do? Yes, I've heard of what people do. But I tell you, every time the enemy tries to touch you, he gets into trouble. Oh, you didn't hear what I said? I got a call. This was uh, about a year ago. I got a call. It was in the morning. And someone said to me, Pastor Godwell, there is this lady. Uh, she had a dream this morning. And she woke up and she's lost her mind. She had a dream. In her dream, I can't remember the, the details, but she had a dream in her dream. She was attacked, and she wakes up, and she lost her mind. She began to talk rubbish. They said, we're bringing her to church. You, of course, bring her to church. Because when the greater power comes in contact with the weaker power, one power must give way, and it is the weaker power that must give way. Someone says, oh, you're so prideful. I'm not pridefuling myself. I'm pridefuling what God can do. They brought that young lady to church. I prayed for that young lady and the Lord said, have free that day. Amen. Yeah, the devil will try. But you know what? The devil tries, especially with people who don't even know their position and authority. We've got to understand that we've been raised up and placed in a position of dominion and authority where the enemy cannot touch us. Can someone say Amen. If you're being afraid of the devil, I declare over you from today, you have no reason to be. You've got to understand that when you show up in town, the devil starts running. Oh, let me check those in the back. Looks like, looks like I was speaking Japanese. When you show up in town, the devil runs. It's not the other way around. You are not the one running from the devil. The devil is the one running from you. Praise the Lord. Elijah was a man like you. The Bible says he prayed that it would not rain, and it did not rain. For three years and six months. And the Bible says he prayed again that it would rain, and it rained. Someone say authority. Someone say dominion. Someone say power. Say like Africans, power. Good. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Say power. power. Say dominion. dominion. Say authority. authority. You have all of that. Behold, I give you authority to tread upon snakes and scorpions and all the works of the devil. And none of them shall hurt you. This sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. In my name, they shall take up snakes. You know what that means? That's authority. You take up snakes. Snakes is a representation of Satan and all the activities of Satan. You shall take up snakes. Speaking of authority. Paul was in the island of Malta on their way to Italy. And the Bible tells us that as they were lighting fire, the Bible says a viper came and beat Paul. And the Bible says Paul took the viper and shook it into the fire. The natives looked at Paul, hoping that he was going to swell and die. And they watched and watched and watched. And they watched and they watched and nothing was happening to Paul. And then they changed their mentality. They said, this is a God. Because they expected him to die. But he didn't die. Can I tell you, in the name of Jesus, you shall take the activities of darkness and you shall fling them into the fire. Come on now. I said you shall take the activities of Satan. You fling them into the fire. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul took that snake and flung it into the fire. And the natives watched and they thought he was going to die. And he was not dying. Why? Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Bible says, for whatsoever is born of God, overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Can someone shout hallelujah? hallelujah? My God, when you fling the activities of darkness into fire, people around would wonder, what kind of a man is this? What kind of a woman is this? Because we are a people of dominion. We are a people in authority. We are a people of power. Come on now. The enemy should not harass you. The enemy should not embarrass you. Praise God. The church is coming into a place of the supernatural. The church is coming into the place where when we speak, things will listen. Circumstances will obey. Are you listening to me? The kingdom of darkness will obey. When we understand who we are. When we understand the place that we occupy. Praise the Lord. There shall not be rain for three years and six months, according to my word, as long as the Lord liveth. Can someone say amen? amen. Can someone say amen? amen? My God, that's the way we need to start speaking. We need to start saying, according to my word, as long as, long as the Lord liveth, so shall it be. The Bible says you shall pass a decree and it shall be established and light will shine on your path. The Bible says where the word of a king is, there is authority. Can I tell you this morning... We have kings in this place today. I say we have kings in this place today. My God, I say we have kings in this place today. And when you open your mouth and speak, things are going to listen. And things are going to line up. And circumstances are going to turn around to the glory of God. 
Come on, if you believe it, give the Lord a bigger shout of praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I like that. Verse 1. No rain, no dew, according to my word. It's time to, look, the Lord put on my heart, and I was talking about this on Thursday, and my message seemed to be tied into that already. And on Thursday, I was talking about how I'm beginning to believe God at a much higher level for the supernatural. And I was telling them in the prayer meeting on Thursday, and I said, that's what I'm going to speak about this Sunday. But with the way this service has gone, I'm not able to really give you the scriptures that I have in regards to the supernatural. But, but I'm telling you, we're going to be talking about this leading up to the All-African Conference. Next Sunday, I'll be talking about this. We've got to begin to operate in the supernatural like never before. Can someone say amen? Can someone say amen? Can someone say amen? We've got to begin to operate in the supernatural like never before. We've got to begin to speak with authority. We've got to begin to command things and they happen. Can someone say amen? amen? It's available to all of us. Elijah was like you. I say Elijah was like you. But he had faith in a big God. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. Was it, was it last Friday we went to the youth uh, universities, uh, university students picnic? Was it last Friday? Two Fridays ago. Harold came and picked us up with the, with the van. And uh, we were driving down to church. And as we were driving down to the church, he said, wow, the weather looks, looks bad today. Looks like it's going to rain. And yeah, he was right. It was to rain. Two Fridays ago, it was to rain. We did not know it was going to rain that day. We set up the youth uh, university students' picnic. And you will go do picnic in an open field. So he said, it's going to rain. Irene was sitting with me. And Harut Bey was driving. And I knew we, we couldn't let it rain. My God, how could you have a picnic under the rain? You know what I said? Irene, were you there? I began to pray. Arudbe, is it true? I began, I said, it, it's not going to rain. Yeah. I said, it is not going to rain. The Bible says, you shall pass a decree. And it shall be established. It's not going to rain. I resist it now in the name of Jesus. When Irene and Arut saw me praying, they held their peace. And I just kept praying. <laughs> because they were talking to me. And, but when I, when I got into that place of prayer, like Elijah, I began to say, it's not going to rain in the name of Jesus Christ. I resist it. We shall have the picnic. We came to church. We picked up the stuff we need. And we picked up a few, a few guys. And we got down to the place. And we just started having picnic. How many of you was there with us at the picnic? Lift your hand. Yeah, look at all those people that were there at the picnic. Yeah. We had an awesome time with university students. Awesome time. Guess what? Guess what? I was there. My wife was busy, so she couldn't come along with me when we were going. The plan was she was going to join me later on. But then she called me. And she sounded like, oh, it looks like the thing is ruined. She said it's raining heavily. 
did. It was raining heavily. And we're talking about heavily raining in other places. But where we had the picnic. <laughs> there was this young guy that was coming to the picnic. And she was speaking to Sister Terry on the phone. And, and she said, uh, the guy, young man, sorry. She, the, the guy said to Terry, it's raining. Terry said, it's not raining here. The, the guy said, no, it's raining. You're lying to me. Terry said, no, I'm not lying to you. It's not raining. Terry said, okay, hold on. I want Pastor Godwin to speak to you so that you believe it's not raining. So I take the phone and I begin to tell the guy, I say, it's not raining. We have a very nice weather here. Can someone say amen? amen. Can someone say amen? amen? And then a young man showed up because I talked to him. He believed me. Amen. Did we have a great time, young people? Was it awesome? Was it awesome? It, it was a mighty deluge in other places. But over there, we had a great weather. Can someone say amen? amen? Listen now, we've got to believe for these things. We have to. We have to. This is the only way to live. If you think the enemy is going to fold his arms like this and, and see you have your way and enjoy your life and have a great time, I'm telling you, you have something else coming. We've got to stand in our place of authority because this is what Jesus wants the church to understand. That we can operate in the realm of the supernatural and are believing to operate like never before in the supernatural realm. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow... Tomorrow I'm starting a five-day a, a five or a week of fasting and prayer. It's going to be nightly fasting and prayer. And when I say nightly, I mean eat my breakfast, eat my lunch, but then no dinner. And then the whole night till the next morning. And I'm going to spend quality time praying and pressing in and contending for one thing. The supernatural through my life like never before. I've got to see this. When people have problems, guess what? They don't care who you are. They want the solution. If you've got solution, they'll come. And Jesus said, men will not believe unless they see signs and wonders. Can someone shout amen? You want to join me? You can. If you want to go on a five-day fasting with me, you can. Nightly fastings, breakfast, lunch, no dinner. We're just going to be praying and you don't eat nothing till the next morning. I'm pressing in. I'm pressing. You want to press in, you come pressing. Praise the Lord. Kicking off tomorrow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My wife is happy. <laughs> Praise <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Jesus said, this kind cannot live except by praying and fasting. There are some situations that are this kind. Hallelujah. No rain. No dew. Three years and six months. But guess what happened when he had declared the word of the Lord to Ahab the king. He had called for a drought. And then the Lord came and spoke to him and sent him to the brook Cheris. And said, go to the brook Cheris because there you shall drink. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. 
The ravens are going to feed people in these last days. Ah, oh, that amen is so weak. Because you don't have a concept of what ravens are. No, I'm not talking about birds feeding you. I'm talking about the most stingy people being a blessing to you. Because ravens, you go study up on ravens, you discover that they are stingy birds. They don't like to give anything to anybody. They get the meat, they eat it alone. And they are also carnivorous birds. When they get the meat, they eat the meat alone. And I'm telling you today, the same stingy, mingy tightwads, the same people that want to hold it back, the same people that don't want to release it, God shall stir them up and God shall use them to be a blessing to you. I am prophesying to somebody here this afternoon. I said the stingy shall cater for you. It will come. Because when God commands a blessing, no man can stop it. Praise the Lord. Stingy will give. The stingy will give. God will put a fire behind them. <laughs> Have I not commanded you to bless my child? Have I not commanded you to open that door? Impossibilities are going to be possible. I, oh my God. I say impossibilities are going to be possible. Yeah, hallelujah. I was preaching in this church in Hamburg, Germany. And it was a Tuesday meeting. Listen to this testimony, then I'll close. I was preaching in this church. It was a Tuesday morning meeting. I was preaching on the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And so I finished ministering. I began to lay hands on people and, uh, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And there was this particular lady in the, in the church. Uh, I called her up and I put my hand on her to pray. And as I began to pray, her eyes were not closed, by the way. But when I, because when I pray for people, I say, close your eyes. I pray so that they can concentrate on the Lord instead of looking at me. I said, close your eyes. But the lady didn't close her eyes. She was looking at me like this. And I put my hand on this woman. And I began to pray. And while I was praying, Lord, feel her now. Feel this lady now. Tears began to run out down her, her face. And, and I, I said, hey, lady, what's happening? You know what she said to me? He said, I see the Holy Spirit. He is beckoning on me to come closer. I don't see any Holy Spirit. <laughs> but she said, I see the Holy Spirit. Our naked eyes were opened. But she could see the Holy Spirit. I want to say the supernatural. She said, I see the Holy Spirit. And he's beckoning on me to come closer. Guess what happened? The service was over Tuesday. Wednesday, my host, the pastor, was actually staying in his house with him, with his wife and kids. And the pastor comes home the next day. I mean, left home in the morning and then comes back in the afternoon. I said, Pastor Godwell, you know what happened? I said, what? He said, remember the lady you prayed for, the one that was crying? I said, yeah. He said, one of the officials called her. Official of the government called her. And, you know, she's been applying for her papers for a long time. And the papers, a file has been on, on, under a pile. She said, the, the, the pastor said, she's been doing everything she could. She said, but after you prayed yesterday for this woman, she got a call from an official. The official is actually offering to help her with the papers. Guess what happened? When God steps in. Even though your file is on the, on the ground, they're going to bring it out. 
and put it on top. Come on now. I say even if your fire is hitting on the ground. I don't care where the devil has put your fire. God is going to bring it out. God is going to put it on top. God is going to make it top priority. I say God is going to make it top priority. Just as it happened to that woman. It's about to happen to somebody in this place. And my God, if you are the one I'm talking to, then you better shout your loudest amen this morning. Hallelujah. Hey, glory to God. <laughs> I said God is about to pull your file from underground and put it on top. Your case will be treated as important. Your case will be treated as utmost priority. Because when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords speaks over your life, it's not going to be business as usual. Amen. Can someone say amen? amen? Yes. Hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. I said hallelujah. hallelujah. Everyone saying possibilities are becoming possible. God's about to turn your love 180 degrees. And God's about to bless you like you've never known. God's about to lift you up and put you on a pedestal. The world will see and they would know that man couldn't have done this. The world will see and they will know that this is nothing but the supernatural at work in the life of this man, in the life of this woman. Can someone say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The raven was a, was a selfish bird. That bird cares for nobody. Are you listening? Up? That bird ate meat. God said the same thing you would eat, I would use. I command you to bless with it. Can someone say amen? Guess what? Elijah just kept drinking from the brook and the raven kept bringing him meat and bread. That sounds to me like... What does it sound to you like? Meat. In the middle of bread. That's, that's hamburger. Good hamburger, by the way. <laughs> Hope that's good hamburger. That's not fake, all the fake hamburger that makes you sick. That's good hamburger. Very good one. Very healthy. Very healthy hamburger. Very healthy one. Very healthy one, like the one I eat. <laughs> that sounds to me like uh, Doner. You know Doner? Huh? You know Doner? Shawarma. Uh, amen. So the prophet kept drinking and kept eating. And, and one day, the brook dried up. Wow, the brook dried up because the reservoirs had to dry up because there was no rain in the land. Is that correct? So that makes sense. But when the brook dried up, guess what happened? The Bible said the voice of God comes to him again. Wow, I like that. Listen, to operate in the supernatural, you need to be able to hear the voice of God. Those who don't hear the voice of God, my God, you might be swallowed by situations. But if you, if you can hear the voice of God, the voice of God shall come to you. And the voice of God shall show you what to do. Do you know that for everyone here, God has a strategy? Are you in the marketplace? Are you in business? 
All the businessmen and women, lift your hands. Lift your hands, businessmen and women. I declare over you a fresh strategy from heaven. It will come to you by God. You would know what to do to take your business to a whole new place. My God, if you believe it, say better amen to that. Praise God. So God said to him, okay, don't worry, the brook has dried up. Can I also say this, that there are some people in your life that God brings for a season. That's the problem sometimes. People, people become attached to other people. Don't ever be attached to people. People are not the source. Can I say that again? People are not the source. God alone is the source. Don't ever attach yourself to people. Because some people God will bring into your life for a season. When it is a time for them to leave, they would leave. Don't develop sickness because of that. Don't have a headache over that. Can someone shout amen? amen? Some people, God will bring them into your life to support you for six months. Some for a year. Some for five. And if the time has come for them to leave, let them leave. Love them and bless them and let them leave. Don't fight because the person is leaving. The person was not sent to stay with you the rest of your life in the first place. Are you here this afternoon? A lot of people get fucked up. People get into trouble. They get, begin to fight. You know, you cannot leave me. You cannot. No, they are going to leave you. They're going to leave you. They have not been sent to stay with you the rest of your life. But you've built your faith and confidence in them. Don't put your faith and confidence in men. Men can fail you. God will never fail you. Bible says some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We have risen and they have fallen. Can someone say amen? amen? The Bible says, woe unto him who puts his trust in the arm of the flesh, but blesses the man that trusts in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge God and he shall bring it to pass. Can someone give him praise and glory in the house this morning? Hallelujah. If they have come for a season, be sensitive. Praise God. We've had, we have, we've, we've had different ebbs and flow in this church for all these years. Many have come, many have gone. If we count the people that have come through this church, if they all stayed, Pastor Hamdi, those of you that are here wouldn't have space to sit. But you know what? Can I say they left so that you would sit here? It's just, look, it's just the way you look at it. Who cares? People go, people come. Jesus said, I'll build my church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church of Jesus Christ is being built. Can someone shout hallelujah? Amen. Amen. So when people come into your life, now I'm not talking about marriage. <laughs> come, come here. When you marry, you marry. Okay? You marry, you marry. You marry for the rest of your life. One man. Huh? You marry, you stay with your spouse the rest of your life. This is not... I'm not testing this thing. I'm not trying to see. 
if this will work between us. We had a time we tried it. That was before we said I do. But after we said I do, we're not trying anymore. We are in this forever. Praise the Lord. So marriage, yeah, thank you very much. Marriage is the only, marriage is, so this is not, hey, honey, I want to go try someone else. No. We're not, yeah. <laughs> okay. So in marriage, you don't come and go. In marriage, you come and you stay. For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and they both shall become one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. And that man also means you. I'm not talking about your mother-in-law. <laughs> it means you too. Let no man, let no man, that means you too. Let no woman, that means you too. You marry, you stay in the marriage. So before you marry, think well. Praise God. Hallelujah. I thought well before I married this one. Praise God. And I, I love her. Amen. Thank you. Awesome. So this is the relationship where you don't have to, uh, okay, I'm going to try this and then I'm going to, no. So I'm not talking about this. When I say some people come and they stay temporarily, that's not what I'm talking about. Because now people go, go home and say, Pastor Godfrey told us that. Uh, <laughs> so, so I'm checking. You go home and you start telling your husband, I'm watching. Pa Pastor Godfrey told us that some relationships are not forever. So it seemed like uh, I might just pack my stuff and leave. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about other kinds of relationships. Can someone say amen? God's the source. I said God is the source. The pipe through which God's blessing you today might be disconnected from God. But God has many other pipes. The pipes are not the source. God's the source. Did you get that? There are many pipes that God's been using to bless me. Amen. Some have disconnected, but the pipes, there are more pipes that are being connected. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let me also encourage you. Maybe one of your, maybe you started the business and it failed. Don't be discouraged. You're going to start another one. I said, you're going to start another one. Natural fact, God's going to give you double for your trouble. Amen. You started one, it filled. Uh, get ready to start two. Amen. Get ready to run four. Get ready to run. Get ready to run a conglomerate. Yes. Somebody's receiving this in the back now. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.